show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Broadcasting from the HJL Hospitality and Evolved Studios in LA, Santa Barbara, AM 1290, KZSB, and FM 96.9, Santa Barbara, or somewhere from the road. He's opened and fixed more than 200 restaurants, bars, nightclubs, hotels, and neighborhood joints around the globe. He's an industry driver, an author, and a columnist. He's a restaurateur with legendary rock star Mick Fleetwood on Fleetwood's On Front Street in Lahaina, Maui. And he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. Ultimate Challenge on NBC. This show's unlike anything you've ever seen before. We take two Hot Wheels super fans, a car from their past, and give them a week to turn it into the ultimate life-size Hot Wheels. And the winner of this show, their design is going to get turned into an actual Hot Wheels die-cast car that you can buy. And the set is unreal. Let me show you around. Now here on the main set, this is where our super fans get reunited with that special car from their past. This is exactly what it looks like. This was my very first car. Thank you, Hot Wheels. And if it looks like we're standing on a life-size Hot Wheels track, that's because we are. This is the Chrome Zone. This is where our super fans come to design that Hot Wheels they've been dreaming about building their entire lives. And here, there's inspiration at every turn. Maybe it's a paint color, a cool set of wheels, or a wing. And then we take all of that and figure out how to transform that car into the ultimate life-size Hot Wheels. Something like this. A bright yellow really jumps out. Exactly. I want this car to make a statement. It doesn't have to be street legal. It just needs to be awesome. Welcome to the Jeremiah Show. There is nothing that makes me miss childhood or feel more nostalgic than Hot Wheels. In fact, I still have a belly rash from those cherished hours that I spent lying on the carpet, building orange roads, offshoots, and loop-de-loops for my Mattel Hot Wheels, or building a Grand Canyon with the couch cushions. But sadly, all things must end. And that inevitable day came when childhood ended for me and for my friends. Silently, collectively, knowingly, we all packed up our Hot Wheels and we put them away forever. It was no longer cool to play with them like we were children. And by that time, of course, I had collected hundreds of them. My favorite were the muscle cars. My very favorite was a Trans Am, like the one Smokey drove in Smokey and the Bandit, which at that time was my favorite movie. Then I collected a few dozen semis, like the character Snowman, Eastbound and Down, performer and actor Jerry Reed. His big semi truck uh, had a load of Coors beer on it. Then... I collected maybe 50 police cards, maybe 100. I had a lot of police cards. 
and they chose uh they would chase Smokey down around my living room and those were pretty good times but when i was in high school i went to priest river lamana high which is right up at the tip of idaho up up uh near canada a canadian border and every red-blooded american boy had a muscle car in that town saturday nights friday nights they would drive from one end of the town to the other doing a loop i was the only one that didn't have a muscle car and coming from california i had a volkswagen rabbit <laughs> but i desperately wanted a camaro or a dodge charger i worked all summer mowing the greens on the uh, golf course but i never quite saved enough to buy one of these muscle cars i did come close once with a dodge charger it had these huge back wheels like a almost like a drag race car but it actually broke down on my test drive with the owner so it wasn't meant to be i guess and sadly all dreams must end a few weeks ago i was stopped at a red light i was hot irritated the window was down i was daydreaming a bit half asleep at the wheel and then i heard it the unmistakable low rumble and the idle of a muscle car and i smelled it first to tell the truth and you know what that smell the smell i'm talking about of pure gasoline burning in a muscle car there's nothing like it pure nostalgia one of the sweetest smells of youth never bottled then a contradiction to the ordinary to the predictable life and to the thought that sadly all dreams must end or must they childhood is not over nostalgia is a powerful conjurer and do you need proof then check out hot wheels ultimate challenge and you're back childhood is realized it's a it's an awesome show We'll be right back. This is our garage where the teams take that car and transform it into the ultimate Hot Wheels. And you guessed it, because it's a competition, that means there's two of them right across from each other. I mean, talk about pressure. This is our worst nightmare. Hey, blue team, how's your wheelie going? We only got one week. We're up against it. The competition is on. It's game on. I came here to win this competition. I want to build this car bigger and better than anything that's ever been built. I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. 
Hey everyone, I am Arushi Garg, also known as the Snazzy Mom. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm also one of the NBC Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge contestants. You gotta see the show on NBC and next day on Peacock. I am changing my car into a life-size Hot Wheels and I just won with my Jaipur Jewel. So watch us on NBC Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge and you are now listening to The Jeremiah Show. Hey everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you to watch the show Sprung on Freevee, Amazon's new free channel. I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. Let me tell you a little bit about Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge. It airs Tuesdays at 10 p.m. on NBC, right after America's Got Talent. And it's available the very next day, streaming on Peacock, which is how I watch my TV these days. Hosted by car aficionado Rutledge Wood, each episode invites two super fans into the Chrome Zone, where they will face off in transforming an ordinary vehicle into a life-size, extraordinary Hot Wheels showstopper that is inspired by personal stories and pop culture touchstones. They're working alongside a team of automotive magicians known as the Carpool. And the two super fans will create their designs in high-tech, decked-out garages. Raising the stakes of the competition is the Inspiration 8 or 5000, a larger-than-life vending machine that will rev up in each episode to present the superfans with a twist. Can't wait to talk about that. And Riding Shotgun will be rotating panel of celebrity guest judges, including Terry Crews, joining resident experts Hurtek Hurt Engine Jr., an influencer and car culture and the drift scene. And Dalal El Sheik, designer for the Ford Motor Company and Hot Wheels brand ambassador. So each week, 
Wood, Eugene, and El Sheik, along with celebrity guests, will review the transformations and crown a winner. The winner of each episode will take home $25,000 and the chance to get into the finale where three lucky finalists will transform another car in hopes of winning a legendary prize, an additional $50,000, and the honor of having their design make it into an official Hot Wheels diecast car. So, so cool. Let me welcome my special guest today, Jersey Jim Farrell. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me, first of all, Jim. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm, I'm flattered, number one. And uh, the fact that you want to listen to the story, I got a lot to talk about. So I'm ready. Uh, hey, what a great, you're on a talk show. What a great <laughs> <laughs> I love when you come to talk. Um, yeah. Jer- let's start with the nickname, Jersey Jim. How'd you get that? Jersey Jim. Well, um, I've been in the industry a long time and I traveled a lot. I mean, I travel a lot. And two things I've learned about nicknames. One, if you never forget a nickname, I get introduced to a lot of people, like we said, Joe, Mary, John, I'm going to forget that name. But if they got a name like, you know, Red, Snake, you know, Bigfoot, whatever the name is, it's going to stick out and I'm going to remember it. So being that I was always said, that's the guy from Jersey. Oh, yeah, that's the guy over there from Jersey. The Jersey part came in easy to add to Jim because Jim is way too easy to forget. Let's, let's think about that for a minute. It's just Jim. It's three letters, man. You got to forget it. The Jersey part, you remember, put them together. There it is. Born and raised Jersey Jim from the great state of New Jersey. I I'm going to, I'm going to wager that even if you didn't have the Jersey part of your name, you are not forgettable. I bet people remember you. (laughs) It's grown over the years, man. The character's grown over the years, man. I've, you know, I've, I've lived the life, man. I've, I've, I've been around hot rods, rock and roll, movies, television, everything that has to do with cameras, loud music, uh, motor oil. I've, I've been in that whole scene. So it's, there are a lot of stories to talk about, man. And celebrities are the best ones to talk about because they hate when you talk about it. <laughs> well, to t- tell us the stories that you can tell that are, that are fit to air for radio. But you said in the beginning, I'm in the industry. Then you, you mentioned uh, rock and roll celebrities, loud music, all this great stuff and motor oil. <laughs> I love the motor oil part. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's in my veins. My dad used to say that all the time because he said there's no way that I had blood in my in my in my veins. He always said it was motor oil or fuel. And then I didn't believe him one day until I cut myself in the garage and I seen 10W30 come out of a vein, and I knew he was telling the truth. The point being, I got asked this question on the show, and then actually, it's it's really stuck to me. It's like I knew that I was born to do what I'm doing. Some people. Don't get to pick and choose what they do, but I did. I got to pick and choose all the things I want to do in life. And it's been an amazing journey. I always said it was the ride of my life, but the motor oil part, I always bring that up because I think there's a selective few people on the earth that do have motor oil in their veins. And I happen to be one of them. So, you know, I got I I I have that gift. It's just a gift from God that I can do what I do. And I entertain people well doing it. You know what I mean? And I built some beautiful hot rods, man. I really do, you know, over the years. So you said you're in the industry. Tell us a little bit about that background. Um, tell us what you do. Uh, right now, right now, even though I still build custom cars, it's really not my full-time job. What we do is we build custom vans, uh, utility vehicles, and we supply New York City, all of New Jersey, and Maryland with all their uh, 
emergency equipment and utility vehicles. It's all built here in Lakewood, New Jersey. And it's a pretty rewarding job because a lot of vehicles we built are based around safety and everything's about being safe today. So we have to design different ways of keeping not only the workers safe, but when the workers are working in their community, how do we keep the community safe? So it's all about safety. And the, and the company I work for Safely, it's a huge deal that we make sure that when people come to work, they leave with 10 toes and 10 fingers. The same thing when the trucks go out, the workers have to be safe. So it's kind of shifted. As I got older, I've been more aware of safety and and myself too. Not like now I wear safety glasses when I'm working. And you know, like where before I didn't care, I would just go out there and weld without these things. But the body breaks easy, man. It breaks easy. And you got to protect it, man. If I could teach anybody anything about safety is protect the body because it's not going to last. It's not, it's, it's just not going to last, man. It doesn't. No, nothing lasts forever, but, but I love this, this concept of this TV show. And I wasn't sure. I'm like, what can I do with this as a, as an interview and as a, you know, to shine a little more of us, I guess the microphone on it instead of a spotlight. And I just started thinking about Hot Wheels and how much they meant to me. And I start, I talked to a couple friends and they all had even, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but even the w women were like, I used to have a collection of Hot Wheels as a little girl, you know, and everybody played with them. You had the car though, that I always wanted the Dodge Charger growing up, it's, right? It's Tell okay. me about that. Oh, That's what I drove in high school, beautiful. man. That's what I built. I drove that as a 17 year old kid. You drove that in high school. Yeah, you, you, I, I read you took your prom date to the, in, in that, in the Dodge. That truck. car, not only did I go that. to the prom, that, that car, I, I went to the prom, I went to my graduation, I took my niece home from the hospital, she was born in that car. That actually became, it, that, now that was a pure muscle car. It actually became the family's second car. Like, everybody used this car. Like, it, as, as crazy as that sounds, that, that's what really drove my family around, that car back in 1981. Jersey Jim, what did you love about the car? Can you bring it to life for like a, a listener? What it smelled like? Like I remember, I think I know what that car smelled like. Those seats and that foam inside the seats, and that I mean everything about it. Uh, is it has a powerful a muscle car like that has, and, and I've been in a few of those Dodge Chargers. It has this. Each one has their particular scent in a good way, and. From the gasoline to the oil to the to the way the engine runs to the i mean describe bring it to life for us what you love you're getting me excited you know it, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something's gonna blow your mind <clears throat> so, so when i got to hot wheels and what they did was the whole beginning part of the show was they're gonna find the car or recreate the car that's in your memory right so they actually built a 69 charger that looked exactly like the one i drove in high school now this car didn't look like this when i got it obviously it was a wreck but the one thing that stood out was the smell of the car. When I got inside that car, that's a 43-year-old smell. That When I got back in that car, it smelled exactly the way it did when I remember. My, my memory pulled it in from 40 years ago, the same smell. It's so funny you touched on that because that was a big part of the hot rod. I was getting in it. It's not a dirty smell. It's just the smell, the carpet smell, the interior smell, the headliner smell. The, the old vinyl smell. That's what, it, and it even smelled yeah. like eight tracks. Eight tracks had a smell to them, right? The car smelled exactly like that when I got in it. Yeah, and uh, the speakers, everything in it. You probably had a great sound system that you put in, and um, and there's just nothing like it. It's it, when you know what we're talking about, you know, right? And so you had that flashback. It's a flashback. 
like what I mentioned in the in the opening, the gasoline from a muscle car is different than the gasoline coming from anything built after yeah, the seventies, yeah. right? Like there's that pure almost I don't know, a dinosaur smell. It's like this, it's a different oh my god, it's like to me it's um it's beautiful and I know that that sounds weird. It is, but it's the sound too. Like I'll tell you, the truck I drive every day. I actually tell you, like I said, as you get older, right, the body breaks. I can't take the loudness like I used to. Like the truck I drive every day is so loud. When I start in the morning, I enjoy waking the neighbors up. But <laughs> when I come home, my wife knows I'm coming in the home. Check this out: the kids know I'm coming home, so they get themselves ready. Right, they act like they're straightening the house up because they can hear my truck. But here's the coolest part. I got a koi pond in the back. The fish know when I come because when I go to the backyard, they all come. They're at, they're at the top already because they can hear that truck drive and land in the driveway. You know what I mean? Like the, everybody knows from the old sound. And you can't get that sound today. It's an old sounding yeah. muffler that makes that sound. But everybody knows it. You know, it's funny. I saw a movie. I think it was a movie. Maybe it was an interview, a TV show, where they tried to when they redid when they recreated the Mustang and some of the muscle cars, the Charger and all that. They had they had to fade. They had to come up with something in the engine to bring back that sound because the engines weren't right. the same. They kept working on getting yeah, yeah. the sound of a muscle car. Is that crazy? So tell it's me about thing. your how you got on the show. Uh what tell me the give me the the journey to the show and then the ultimate dream that you had to recreate all right i'm gonna run and get something just hang on it's gonna be worth me leaving so i've been telling the story i've been telling the story of my dodge charger since i wrecked it in 1983 in, in a drag race and i've told this story and this is what got me the audition i made an audition tape at 10 o'clock at night Eight o'clock in the morning the next day, they already said you're on the show because of the story I told. And I've been telling this story for 40 years. And actually, nobody actually listens to the story anymore. But I'm going to tell you the story like I told them. I've been talking about this Dodge Charger every day since I wrecked it. In my wallet is a picture of the car. See the picture? And that is the picture, original picture. picture in my wallet. I don't even have pictures of my kids in my wallet. I've been carrying this picture around. And I tell this story about this car all the time. The memories I had. The bond I got with my dad, the girls I picked up, going to concerts, everything I did back in the 80s was in that Dodge Charger. Now, the cool part was that everybody got tired of hearing the story. So when Hot Wheels sent an audition out and asked if you have an interesting story about a car from your past, it was like they wrote this show about me. And this is the coolest part. So, so when I told the story, and I told it more lengthy than I'm telling you now, I talked about the car and the memories I shared in this car and the things I did in this car and the places. It took me to places I, I never thought I would visit. It actually started to give me my personality because it just made me a little bit cooler, right? I grew my hair longer. Like everything was cool about the car. It was the car was rock and roll. So I told NBC about this and whoever was watching the audition tapes immediately. Now, 10 o'clock at night, Eastern time. To, to, to notify me at 8 o'clock the next morning, Eastern time, that means that they sent that email out at, what, like 4 or 5 in the morning. Mm -hmm. You're on. You're in. Because the, sh the story was so fascinating. And I actually did help write the show in a way because they really only had a concept of the show. They didn't know how emotionally attached people get to a car from their past. Mm -hmm. This car I talk about almost every day. I talk. There's a story in this car that I still can share with people at work. Grocery stores, anywhere I go, if I see another car show, I say I had a charger. So I've been telling stories about this car so long 
It was it was worthy to be on television. I always knew it would. It took me 43 years to get the story told. That's why I got so emotional on the TV show, because it, I'm so emotionally attached to the story. I've told this story so much. It's such a true story that I've never told it different. It's always been the same story. It's the same story. Nothing's fabricated. So I love telling the story, but I'm so attached to it. It's become my life and my house. Everywhere there are pictures of this car all over this house. Imagine that. After 43 years. That's nuts, right? A car. We're talking about a car oh, now. Uh, it makes total sense to me because a car becomes, uh, you know, especially when you attach to it like you did. At, you had it at 17. Did you? I don't know when you first purchased it, how you fixed it up, how long that took. But it became a part, an extension of you. And and then you had memories. Your family it was the second car, and you had you you went to the prom, and there you probably took your wife out on dates and children Everywhere. in the back seat, and you know it 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 uh, became a part of your life as much as a family member. So no, it doesn't. I don't think that's weird at all. In fact, I'd like you to dig deeper and tell us some stories. We do need to take a real quick break. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the picture of the Dodge Charger that is so beloved uh by a uh, jersey jim here that we're talking about he's also got it in his wallet if you bump into him on the street <laughs> probably show it to you <laughs> um, oh man i need help about, let me tell you i need help <laughs> I, no i love i love the connection and i want to hear more of the stories when we get back for sure but let me ask this real quick question before we go to break did you have when you had hot wheels what did you have a Dodge Charger, was it always something that you loved or was it something that you fell in love with after you discovered the car in, a, in your teen years? Or what, it, what, like, what kind of Hot Wheels did you have at that time? All right, great story. So you're touching to a lot of awesome details that I wish they would have showed on the television show. I wish there was a second show so I can talk about this stuff because, and it's glad you're the first one who's asked these cool questions, is that Hot Wheels came out in 1968, right? So I'm um, four, I'm um, um, five years old when Hot Wheels come out. So that's about the time you start playing with Hot Wheels. So my dad bought me my first Hot Wheels, and I still have my original Hot Wheels he bought from 1968. I still have to this day. He gave them to me about 25 years ago. He had them in his attic. So my first connection to cars was really Hot Wheels. I didn't really, you know, I knew about cars. I mean, I was only a little kid, but the Hot Wheels, but what Hot Wheels taught me was they were so unique and so different. And the first one I got was Twin Mill, and Twin Mill had two motors in it. And I'm saying to myself, there's a car with two motors. So Hot Wheels taught me to think outside the box, which led me to be a custom car builder because they put things on cars that normally wouldn't be on cars. You know what I mean? Like they, I mean, the Red Baron car was a helmet, right? Remember, it was yeah, a German uh -huh. helmet with a big uh -huh. motor on. I still have my original one. So it actually taught me to think outside the box, and it showed me that your imagination can run wild when you're building a car so to imagine to transform that to a life-size hot wheel was always my dream building the car the inspiration was a hot wheel because i just loved cars and hot wheels was the only cars i knew to love at the time before i had a car you know did you know i'm looking actually at uh, at a fact about the hot wheels darth vader is the best-selling hot wheels character car <laughs> is that the, that's not the helmet you're talking about though the helmet car Look up the Red Baron. The Red, Red Baron, Baron Hot Wheels came out in 1968. It's a red. It's a red line. They call them red lines. They have looked at tires instead of white walls or red. Right. They got the Red Baron. Yeah. It's an, it's it's. I always thought it was the coolest Hot Wheel ever made. Man. I mean, it just 
just that's a helmet that you it. still have them i wish i had mine i, I yeah you know and, and there's no value to them like i wouldn't ever sell them to make money they're just like when i look at them i'm like i can't believe like i've held on to this for 50 something years you know what i mean you can't get rid of it at that point you can't all right we're gonna come right back we're with jersey jim and we're he's in new jersey tonight uh with us thanks for joining us J jersey jim we're talking about the hot wheels ultimate challenge show on nbc airing tuesdays 10 p.m and available the next day on peacock we'll be right it back. is everybody stop what you're doing what's going on this is the Inspirationator 5000. It is incredible, chock full of some of the most iconic Hot Wheels ever made. Now our super fans don't know it, but somewhere during that week, this bad boy spits out an iconic Hot Wheels that they have to then use at least one design element from that car into their cars. Oh, look at this. He throws them for a total loop. Am I about to be inspired? Welcome, Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio, the Jeremiah Show, airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday. Core Radio dot rocks. Hey, Jersey Jim here from Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge, and you're listening to the Jeremiah Show. I do. And we're back with the Jeremiah Show. episode two competing builds are judged by the three of us she's a designer for the ford motor company and a hot wheels ambassador and he's a major influence in car culture there's a lot of elements that we consider when we're judging we're thinking about originality execution and of course hotness hot, hot, hotness and i'm just like slam it wide body nice paint party <laughs> what really makes a hot wheels a hot wheels i don't know expecting but it was not that oh my god we've got celebrity judges that give us a hand anthony anderson sung k terry cruz is here people joe McHale. i want to see hot wheels as big as our combined forehead space <laughs> wheelie wheelie terry <laughs> don't miss hot wheels ultimate challenge coming this summer to nbc
Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. We're talking uh, with Jersey. That's with a Z, Jersey Jim Farrell. And uh, we're talking about the Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge. Um, I'm so happy to see this TV show because it, uh, if you caught me in the opening, uh, you know, it, the Hot Wheels are so, the nostalgia behind them and, the, and just the, I don't know, some of the best times of my life being a child with those Hot Wheel cars and the, and the uh, car chases and the, all the things that you, that you create the, uh, the the world around Hot Wheels. So this TV show is on NBC. It's airing Tuesdays at 10 p.m. After America's Got Talent, it's available the very next day on Peacock, Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge. We've got Jersey Jim Farrell here. Uh, again, don't forget, it's with a Z. Jim, welcome. <laughs> Jersey Jim, welcome back. Hey, what's going on, Jeremiah? Yeah, so how do we find you? Well, it's you it's crazy. Um, it's not crazy, though, because since I got on the television show, now I got all these cool accounts, I guess. Thank God my wife can handle it. I got Twitter. I got Facebook. I got uh, Instagram. But <laughs> the problem I think that people were having finding me, I think I've solved it because it's Jersey with a Z, J-E-R-Z-E-Y, right? So it's Jersey underscore Jim on Instagram, Jersey Jim's Hot Rods on Facebook. So as long as they put the Z in there, they're going to find me all over the place. Because I didn't know this. I, I thought I was a celebrity in my own mind. I, I Googled my name and I put Jersey Jim in and I was like, oh, my God, I'm like the first 10 stories. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. The fame, not financial fame, but the fame as far as people knowing you know to ride, ride ability, whatever that word is, right? Yeah. Well, you got millions from, of viewers. From, yeah, from NBC is, is like opened up a whole different world. And then, you know, when I had my first real fan come up to me in, in a restaurant and say, we the guy from television. Like, I don't even know how to react. I honestly don't. I still don't. It's so weird. And then people like I got an email this morning. This guy said, you know, you, you, you've touched me. Your stories touched my family. Um, you know, and I said, look, man, I would love to share it with you. I left. I gave the guy stranger my number. Right. I'm so touched by him who's touched by me. And I don't really know how to handle that. It's, it's difficult, man. It's like, cause I'm a regular guy. I mean, I punch a card, I go to work, I brown bag it to, to work every day, but now I got people wanting to tell me that I inspired them or the story of me and my dad touched them and people cried. And it's a weird feeling, man. It's definitely a weird feeling. I've never, I've never dealt with those emotions before. Isn't you know? that a neat feeling though, Jersey Jim, uh, that you've, that people have connected with you that you don't know that millions of people out there have seen you and connect with your stories that it, your story becomes important to them because it's so important to you. Um, isn't that just a neat thing that you can, uh, that, that, you, that there's this platform or doesn't it, what does it say about us as just as humans, you know, and all the things we've gone through the last few years that we just, we ultimately want to connect and through nostalgia, through an old car, through old toys, but we, we come to get, you know, it, it, people come up to you and you've touched them. Isn't that, what do you think about that? Isn't that a neat thing? It, well, at first I thought it was kind of fake. I didn't know. I, I didn't know that somebody would actually like somebody for those reasons that you talked about. And then I'm like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. So then, but then I read them, I read the reviews and I read people. And a lot of people kind of, hey, I mean, they're going to trash us too. Right. But find the one person who you touch their heart or the one kid 
who came to my garage and, you know, the kid Blake, this little kid Blake, he had special needs. And, you know, he, all he wanted what to do was sit in one of my cars and I signed autographs and stuff like that. And then, I, you know, I got, I got started crying. I was like, like, this kid was so excited. You should have seen the joy in this kid's face. I, I didn't want to let him go, man. I hugged him. I was like, you got to stay with me, man, because he made me feel good as a human. Like, I felt good to be human again because I said I actually touched somebody. I might change a life other than, you know, myself. So it's it's a weird feeling. It's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people in the world. Everybody has an opinion. Get past the garbage, get past the bad ones, and then just pick the one good one out. And it'll and it'll take the hundred that you read bad and it'll make it'll go away. That's how it goes. Look at my girl Arushi right there. There she is. She 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 joined us. You can't see it on radio, but she joined us if you're watching on the YouTube. Welcome. Uh, you know what I feel like right now? I've got two super fans. And I'm like the carpool, right? <laughs> you guys are going to start competing here. I feel like any moment. And let me explain. Hey, hey. Wow. so nice to have you. Well, why don't we take a quick break and then we'll introduce you to the, to the listeners here in the show. And uh, let's all have a, a good conversation. Uh, Jersey Jim and I have been having a lot of fun already. I, I can't wait to talk to you. <laughs> oh, we'll I'm be excited. right back. Yeah, you're listening to the Jeremiah Show. Uh, Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge is what you should be watching, though, on Tuesdays, 10 p.m. NBC, after America's Got Talent. It's on the next day on Peacock. Really a lot of fun. A lot of of good feelings coming up for me, the nostalgia of Hot Wheels and this new television show. And my special guest today, Jersey Jim Farrell. There it is. There it is. We'll be right back. Jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on Radio India Alliance each week. The Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We don't charge. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hey, it's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of the Jeremiah Show. So listen... Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. I've got two very special Hot Rod, Hot Wheels, Ultimate Challenge guests in 
studio today or joining me from around the world somewhere, Jersey Jim Farrell. You know him and you love him. Arushi Garg. Welcome, Arushi. It's so nice to have you join Jim and I. Jersey Jim, excuse me, with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Very excited to be here with Jersey Jim and you, Jeremiah. Appreciate it. What do you think about this show? Isn't it just such a great idea? How did you discover it? How did you get on the show? And then tell me, I, I got to hear the story about your family minivan and, and how you chose that as your Hot Wheels yeah challenge car uh, absolutely fun. first of all it is definitely a very exciting show it is a show for everyone from you know a five-year-old to you know a 50-year-old or 70-year-old anyone who's grown up loving cars and and i am a mom i'm a mom to you know a seven-year-old now who has just been in love with Hot Wheels. In fact, yesterday he just spent his hard-earned pocket money to go and buy Hot Wheels. So, so you know, Hot Wheels is, you know, a part of not just, you know, my life. It is my life. Uh, now, uh, even now being on the show, so I'm so excited to have this opportunity. And, um, you know, growing up uh, back home in India, I'm, that's where I'm from. I grew up back in India and I moved to the States 12 years back. So Hot Wheels was not very um, easily available. Like they were exported goods. They were more expensive. And so in my childhood, I have seen Hot Wheels, but very limited ones, you know, like they were expensive. So not everyone owned them. Uh, I, I went to Middle East. That's when my brother and myself had access to a lot of Hot Wheels because they were like uh, readily available there. And then now my son today has like 400 Hot Wheels in the house. Wow. Like it's absolutely nuts. Um um, so yeah, it's it's how, just been. How sorry, old are you? I was going to ask. That's that's really interesting to me. That Hot Wheels are an imported. I never think about that. Something like that. That is an imported commodity, and that it was more expensive. Well, first of what what city did you grow up? What town did you grow up in? India. Sure. I'd so I'd love to know. Just it's it's actually a very hard question for me to answer. The reason wow. is I grew up in a lot of different cities. I was born in Rajasthan, which is a state back in India. And I grew up in Delhi, Mumbai, Pune, um, and a lot of other cities. I'm, I also was in Middle East. But the longest I've ever lived anywhere in my life is Houston, 12 years. So wow. <laughs> I feel like I'm a Houstonian. But um, yeah, I'm uh, Why original. Why did you move around so much? Why did your family? My family did that too. We I went to 11 schools. In twelve years, so we yeah, moved around a lot, but not. Why did you move around so much? My 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 dad just loved moving um, jobs. <laughs> he he was actually very interestingly in HR, but he just loved hopping jobs, getting new roles, and you know he was always this enthusiastic, adventurous person, whether it was career or life, and you know that kind of even I feel like translated to me, and he was like my biggest source of inspiration, you know, in life then and even now so that's how i got onto the show well and um sadly did i hear that your father passed away and this is a the car though that your family that yes. you have the most memories in and, and memories of him yes I, yes i lost my dad when i was 14 um back in india in mumbai it was a very very hard time for me and my family and um when i i got a call and i started um, i got to learn about the show and and i started speaking uh, to the teams out there i i was like they asked me like the first question what is that car that you want to build from your past and i swear i had no idea what i was what was this about i just knew it was hot wheels and i wanted to be a part of it and 
and when i when i then they asked me that question you know the first thing that came up to my mind was my maruti van um from you know growing up back home in india that was the first car that my family had and bought my dad's like love you know how you know how i'm sure you guys yeah. can relate to it yeah. you know when you buy that first car it is such a big piece of your life and it's such a memorable piece of your family and and so this car was just that for me this is the maruti suzuki van um and it has never been seen on american roads i know our judge rut the amazing rut has one of the cars in his collection but it was so exciting to know that i could actually bring that car to this world oh. on hot wheels how excited we were talking of i mean that is pretty cool that's a cool story how how did um it there it's hot wheels you dreamed a lot you imagined a lot like toys that you right i mean you would imagine when you were driving them you were imagining different scenarios or uh just it just brought imagination to life as a kid in a, in a really cool way for so many and still is like your son that's still yes. affecting kids that way um i have a couple questions well i got a million questions but how about how old were you when you and your brother were able to actually purchase the hot wheels i think it was when we were like seven, seven. and um yes yeah, so my son said sorry you like them as well like I oh yeah, think, I I was a car girl. It didn't matter, <laughs> right? What girl or boy? Yeah. It just didn't matter. It was. It didn't matter, honestly. And I was, I would say, like I was more that you call that, like a tomboy, always with you know, in sports with with boys as group, and like I had all my my cousins and brothers and my friends were boys, and so I was very you know very much. In, I would not play with dolls. Uh, that was just like a big no for me, and so I was. always gravitate towards vehicles um like i had a dump truck i had uh growing up and like i had cars of course and i i named cars i can see cars i know cars although i'm not like i'm not like jersey jim who is so cool and who has like his own garage and he's so cool at it i'm like a girl who can spot a car and tell what brand it is and like you know which model it is and and like possibly knows much more you know then an average person would know about cars i would say that i'm not an expert but um yeah well do me a favor if i could get from both of you just because i'm really curious um a a story about your car whether it was an a monumental experience as a as a teenager for you or if it was with your family um a memory a song that came on that you would road trip foot to or a particular band just give me a memory of each one of your cars that meant so much to you if you could i'd love to hear a story jersey jim do you want to start cuz oh i was going to let rushi go um <laughs> yeah cuz i don't want to i'll just talk too much um i got a million stories about that car but i think the one one of the stories that stands out that stands out is the first time I piled my boys in the car and we went down the shore for the first time. It was the first time I got to leave the city where I grew up in. It's the first time I got to pre- prepare for a road trip. You know what I mean? I've not I never did it before. Now that sounds like nothing today you get in your car and you travel, but when not having a car and not ever leaving the city I grew up in to be able to put my boys in the car and head down to the Jersey Shore to hopefully pick up girls was the ultimate trip of a lifetime because I've never done it before you it's know what I mean like it, we just yeah we you know we cranked the music up and we like you said we put four guys in the car 
and we just headed south. And the fact that we got down there in one piece and came home in one piece, you know, after the first time we did it, we just did it all the time, you know, then, then it just became life. You know, it was really. What were you listening to? Do you remember? Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner all the time. Man, look, that's this tattoo is Leonard Skinner. This tattoo is Hot Wheels. Let me see if I can get it there for you. Somewhere up there. You have a Hot Wheels tattoo. Oh, yes, it's somewhere there. Let me see. There you go. Rushi, wow. Rushi, do you have look one? Look at that. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't have any tattoos. I'm scared of it. <laughs> look, man, I need things to camouflage my body so I look good. I'm not just covering my whole face in a tattoo at this point, man. You look beautiful. You don't need tattoos. <laughs> nice. I um, agree. So uh, tell me a story, if you could, Arushi, about your... Yeah. So my... Man. For me, you know, um, getting time with my dad was very, very exciting. And I can see that with my son. He's on a summer vacation and my, my husband's working at office. I work from home, so he doesn't see him. Right. And so, you know, for kids, you know, you want to be with your parents. You want to travel. You want to be outside of the house making fun memories and adventures. And so for me, when I think of that car and the time, I only think of adventures now that that is all that I am left with, you know, those memories of my dad. And and so for me, it was always be like on the weekends, my dad was just like I said, you know, this adventurous spirit. He loved going out and he would like, let's sit in the car. Let's go on this long drive. And when we were in Mumbai that time, so in Mumbai, there are a couple of hill stations around uh, the city and we, we would hit the beach, the hill stations. It's pouring, it's raining and there's traffic everywhere. But it's just so exciting to be in that car with him and with my mom and my brother and like we would blast music and my dad loved Madonna and he would listen the song hey, I like Madonna. La Isla Bonita and La Isla Bonita was like our anthem in the car and I, it still is for me I still listen to that song every time I travel for work to Austin and um, you know so for me like those are those those are the memories that I close my eyes I shut down I think about is the fun times and those experiences. Um, and I think those are very formulated years of your life. Like they really shape you to the person you are. And like six, seven year old is an age when you're soaking in a lot from outside, from your family. And 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 so, yeah, that those are my experiences. I have so many, I can't yeah. name one. You know, it's funny. We have, and Bruce, this is why you and I connect so well. And I swear I mean this, man. We have the same story. I mean, about my dad. I mean, the story about my dad in the car, the memories. We we are so connected in how the family was connected to the car that we chose for the TV show. That's why we got so emotional. I think, at least I know what I did, and I'm pretty sure you did, is that we were oh, so I attached to the car. a lot. I know, like, it me was too. Like I cried the whole show. I cried I on like the whole show. It was like yeah. therapy, you know, uh, you don't, don't talk, don't talk about loss and, you know, don't talk about, you try, like for me, I was like the eldest kid. So I was always like trying to be strong for my mom and my brother. And, you know, I never spoke about my pain in, in this way that I have, I've not spoken like that about my dad to my husband. And, and I don't think I've spoken like that with anyone. And now to just be in front of a camera and like this being prompted and like answer those questions. It's just like things coming back to you and hitting you hard and making you, you know, emotional. And it was also therapeutic because um, I just felt like a lot of pain was like off my chest. And then I was able to put all that energy into something that I created on the show, which is my Jaipur Jewel. And, you know, like I just could transfer that energy to something that I really, really loved. So 
yeah, the experience has been fantastic. I'm so grateful for NBC and Hot Wheels um, to, you know, kind of let us do crazy stuff. Like, go do what you want. Like, I love I love that part. Like, the No, but you said it right. Therapeutic, man. That's how I felt. I felt like I buried those emotions down about my dad passing and what we shared in that car. And then to see it, to build it, to make him proud in heaven. And then at the end, to see it finish, it was like almost therapy, but I almost released all that energy that I was holding in. It was like, I never really talked about it either. And like you said on the show, to do it in front of 21 cameras, right? I counted them in front of millions <laughs> of people, right? Yeah. I'm up there sobbing and crying. And I and didn't I feel bad about it. I actually said to myself, and Rutledge is the one who pointed out, I said, Jimmy, you connected. And you if anybody who makes fun of you, man, that's... That means they've never held emotions like you guys are holding, meaning you and I on the show. And it just it just felt good to me. It felt good to let it out. It felt good to let that all out, you know, after so many years of holding it in, right? Yes. We connected. What That's why she's one of my new best friends in the world. Oh, <laughs> you are so nice, Jim. I can't wait to see you. This I, weekend. <laughs> I'm... I'll just let you two take over the rest of the show because you, <laughs> you are just amazing together. Um, I feel I feel the the great energy. Your uh, the story, are, both of them are beautiful. A, a family car is more than just a car, isn't it? Yes, um, and I think with this show, what uh, what what we are seeing is like while it is, you know, there are many car shows. Let's give it that. Okay, there have been many car shows, and there have been men and there are still going to be more car shows. But I think this is just so unique. But because someone gets to bring their their car from the past and convert it into a toy, and and I think one has to see it from that lens. A lot of people and what the chatter we hear, they're just missing that, you know, that I would say basic uh, theme of the show is that these cars are not vehicles that are going to be on the road. They're not road ready, road legal. These are toys in life size blown up right yeah. and and so when we when we worked on the show and the way we made it and the way we've created our cars are toys and i think a lot of people are not understanding that and grappling with that whereas every kid is so i just had a watch party at my home and i had like seven kids and like they've all watched it and they were like we want that hot wheels exactly they're exactly. not breaking it into, oh, look, this cannot work on the road, or this is not going to go there. Right. And this is, you know, like all the car aficionados need to take a break. Yes. Imagination <laughs> like, is back. And that's yeah, but exactly. I get a lot of heat as a car builder. I get a lot of heat because they're like, I would have restored that car original. You killed that car. You put wheelie bars on. I'm like, this has been my dream to make a Hot Wheels, man. I'm making a it's Hot a, Wheels. I'm not restoring a, a, a restoration on a car creative project this is not the show where you are going to make a vehicle that's road legal you for that please go watch no, something else this is the this opposite is about being crazy and like going like boom like put this put that and like maybe go back and go back to the drawing board and like sketch something which is so cool and lovable and one a seven-year-old five-year-old goes into any of these stores and picks one like my my son went and bought four cars from target and so why did he pick those four cars i have that's no where clue. i go jeremiah Hello. you gotta jump in man we're gonna keep talking if you don't jump in uh, it's all it's your show and this is great i why would i interrupt any of this i want to hear more we do have to take a real quick break though that's my 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 role in this episode here <laughs> i i love the stories we're talking with jersey jim farrell arushi garg 
Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge. It airs Tuesdays at 10 p.m. on NBC after America's Got Talent. Available the very next day on Peacock. Uh, you're hearing all about the show throughout, so I'm not going to recap there. I do want people to, if you want them to find you and follow you and and hear more and connect with you, how would they find you if you want to sure. give that out? Each Arusha, one. you do it first because I'm going to watch you and then I'm going to try to do it. <laughs> no, I, hear I, you, have... I hear you're good at this. We talked about it before. You She's the her. best, man. She taught me. <laughs> no, um, no. So I actually am the snazzy mom on internet. So I started my blog and my Instagram page six six years back when I uh, gave birth to my son. That was the way I wanted to connect with the world and like moms like me, um, who are immigrants, POCs, don't you know can't relate to everyone. And there was not a lot of people uh, doing that when I joined six years back so the best way to connect with me is on my instagram the snazzy mom and you can also follow me on tiktok same snazzy mom and um yeah, facebook and yeah i think that's great i'm happy i Good love job. listening to messages. i'm looking at your car right now. i'm on your instagram page i didn't wait so i'm i just followed <laughs> you but uh, i'm looking at your car oh my god it's cool very very cool go ahead uh, sorry to interrupt you all right i'm gonna try now so now i'm jersey with a z underscore jim the z is the trick you got to use the jersey with the z and then same thing on facebook is jersey jim's hot rods and if you just put that z in then jersey you'll find me all over the place because like i said before man i'm getting kind of popular when i google my name i don't know how that happened Arushi, but when i put my name in now it comes up all the time scary it's scary yeah you're a celebrity my friend <laughs> yeah but you know at least i see us all together though you know i see me you uh, i just see it all the time man it's kind of cool kind of yeah. cool we'll be right back <laughs> that's awesome guys all i right, told so you you're gonna love her she's the best oh man and i wish i had more, more time with both of you unfortunately oh, she's the best man this is arushi this is a radio show although we're recording but this is going to air tomorrow morning you're in la is that where you're at or i'm in houston, houston. Houston okay um yes. both of you guys can listen to this tomorrow as it airs I'll also send you the podcast tonight the producer send podcast. it to me yeah you can share That'll it be great and then please send us like the frequency we can like put it on I will I will and um so it's going to air on the morning show tomorrow and then it'll air on about eight other radio stations London New okay. York uh and I'll, I'll take a quick hi on for my instagram oh hey, hey. do that show hey arushi show me how to do that what do i do just take your phone and say hi because i'm yeah. going to put it hold on, on. I'm like not good at this you got you supposed to be teaching me hold on a second <laughs> now i gotta flip my take camera a picture around. of your screen yeah there you go right, hold on a second oh look at us wait like that yeah <laughs> There you, look, you're going to be on TikTok before you know it, Jersey Jim. <laughs> I don't want to be, man. I, I, I want to. Come on. I, I bet you can bust some moves. I'm, yeah. I'm too old for this stuff. I know I look like I'm 25, but I'm kind of up there, man. Don't oh, come on. That's you, why I didn't show you my license. I showed you my wallet, not my license. I don't Bruce, say, well, we're not going to let him get away with that, are we? Oh, yeah. You're, you're, a, young, you're a young soul. Yeah, young um, spirit, man. That's what it's okay. called, young spirit. So here's what we got to do. We're going to come back. Arushi, I got to get you to do a radio drop promo. So don't, when, when, when I stop recording, don't leave for me, okay? And I'll tell you what sure. that is. Um, but uh, we'll come back. I've got like two to three minutes because I don't want to sure. cut, cut any of this out of the radio. So I might, I'm probably over on time already, but let's just come back. And um, should we talk about where your cars are at, what you, where you're at? And this is episode one, right, that we're talking about? 
yeah we're all like different episodes he's one i'm four um and there are more episodes going on and then there's going to be like we, we have the keys to the finale so it's now it's like a big i got my um, key did oh, you bring your key can you, my you keys can't show that with, can you can you show that or no yeah yeah you can? we can we well, got it on the show so the show is aired we can okay show the show gave us the key this is this means we won our episode awesome yeah yeah congratulations so what so what should we do if we've got three minutes should we should, should both of you kind of say I what think, you're uh, at? Tease maybe them to we watch can, yeah maybe we can tease everyone to watch the show go you know look at it on um go to social media check it out yeah. i think we want like more people go to the show and watch it and like t- tell us how they feel yeah. about our cars something like that which yeah is, so, which so do that interacting say, say here's where i'm at whatever you can say without getting us without giving anything away yes and uh okay. and then then like tell them to come follow you or watch it again or, or watch you whatever you want to say to kind of like keys the show along yeah that, yeah totally i'll um, follow you a lead i'll just follow you on this one so sure. you, i'm just going to bring us back and i'm going to give you final words both of you thank whoever you like if you want to thank family or or mention your dad or your mom anybody your, your son i think that's so cool yes. um actually i did have a question Uh-oh. i'm gonna have a question for both of you but it's a real short one and then you can go into that all right here we go welcome back to the jeremiah show i am with two really fun people right now jersey jim farrell and arushi garg they're on hot wheels ultimate challenge and they've already won some money they've got some keys that that if you want to check it out on youtube i definitely encourage you to go to, YouTube. to the finale Woo! finale uh yes here's a real quick question we were talking about a, a family car the car you grow up with your first car or the family car is more than just a car it's almost a part of the family in a way right yes. it, ha- it holds memories it holds sounds and smells and um and things that have happened for you and your family that are that are deeply uh impact have impacted your life yes. have you either of you thought i know you're a, i hope you don't mind me saying jersey jim you're a grandfather now so and that's my favorite part of life right now it's yeah, absolutely it's, my favorite part right now Arushi, you're 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 talking about your son, and you took him to buy four new Hot Wheels the other day. Yes. Do you think when you're driving your cars now, do you ever think that your your kids or your grandchildren are in the car with you, and that one day that that car, that family car that you're driving right now, will be their memory? I I think so. Yes, you know, because my son already talks about it. Like I can just say from my mom's lens, I know Jersey Jersey Jim has like two more, uh, you know, generations uh, experience that he can share off. But as a as a mom, like I can I just see like how many memories we make, the pictures we take, the songs we sing, the games we play. All these are a huge part of growing up as a family and a growth of a family. And I think uh, cars are a, they're just not a vehicle. There is a part of the family, like you also mentioned Jeremiah and 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 I definitely feel like these memories are core memories they don't leave like you just visited somewhere or like you just traveled or you bought something these are core memories of your childhood like that that is what it was for me that's why I got my Jaipur Jewel on TV and now I know that these memories are core memories for my son and and you're going to pass on a lot of cars growing up like you're going to buy new cars there'll be different cars that they grow up but but there's going to be one favorite car and and which is that favorite car is the question mm-hmm. that's a good answer 
Now, mine, on the other hand, beans I have quite a collection of classic cars. They don't have as much memory in them because I'm always getting something different. But when I do pass away to the greater heaven, they're going to have to fight over because I got four children, two grandchildren. That's a, that's only I don't have enough cars to go around for these kids. They're all going to have to fight over it. But but uh, what Arushi says exactly true, man. We have memories in the cars. Um, we talk about it all the time. Some of the cars we've had in our family, we still have great memories about. But we have photographs and videos to hold them to. I'm hoping I can hold one car now that'll keep a memory that will keep this family together and and just something that they'll always think about me even if they don't drive it it's out in the garage i want them to go out there and look at it and think about me so i'll leave them something special there'll be memories in it and there'll be love inside of it i promise you it's interesting because you when you were in that family car sometimes you hated it sometimes you loved it, it you fought in it you've had fought, tears oh, in it you've oh, thrown up in it. it and like there's it's, just been so much drama in it and so that's what i'm saying it's you like drop food all over the floor <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, i love that but then you look back and you're like oh, i love that that was that so much happened there well thank you for both sharing the uh, just a little bit i wish we you'll have to come back hopefully uh with some, i don't know what happens next He's, fingers he's crossed. Hey, right, look, you ain't seen the last old Jersey Jim. I'm telling you right now. That's all I can say about this whole interview. You ain't seen the, the last of me. That's good. This is your show. Come back anytime. I don't want to hear how you guys did, did, and we're watching. And anything you want to tease or say goodbye? Last words for both of you. Say anything mm -hmm. you'd like. Well, I tell, let me just say this, Arushi, and then you can kill it, man. One thing I do know, and this is fact, man, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, the people that I've met on the Hot Wheels show, the super fans, the crew, Arushi, we are friends for life, man. We have a bond that nobody's ever going to be able to break. I'm never going to let this bond go. Even when they're feeling at their lowest, if they call me, I would run out to Houston tomorrow to come see you, man. I would, I would really, and I mean that. I would support you in any way I can, man. So the family bond that I have with the friends, the new friends I have, that's what I'm taking away from this show. It has nothing to do about the money. It's about this attachment we have to each other, man. It's, it's unbelievable. It's so nice. Uh, it, for me, I think, yes, this is, uh, I would say for anyone who's listening to the show and like watching it on YouTube, think of this as, you know, a joy ride, just sitting like 45 minutes in front of your TV or one hour in front of your TV and like listening to someone's story, you know, kind of relating to it because there is going to be so much relation. You know, you'll find people who you can relate to in terms of stories. And there's so much like fun elements in the show. There are some great celebrities. The judges are amazing. The cart Poolers are so so you know talented and and then the super fans like just bring their creativity and take it to the next level so this show is really a, about people cars and about stories and it's a it's a family show watch it with your entire family get the grandparents and the kids together watch it um reach out to us uh, message us um you know on our social media follow uh follow us or like nbc and hot wheels and like um, yeah, just I think it's for anyone and everyone. And I personally am so, so happy that I found all these amazing friendships um, like Mr. Jersey Jim and um, <laughs> some great contestants. So uh, definitely like don't miss it. I think once you watch one episode, you'll know what's there. Hey, it's a great family show. It just happens to have cars in it. I always tell people it's not a car show. It's a great family show that just happens to have cars and we build these it's, amazing It's a cars. show that's all about being creative and breaking the boundaries. So yeah, a girl like me who has no car experience, who is, you know, not the typical familiar car person, you know, in that room comes in and does something absolutely creative and crazy. 
is what the show is about that it's for anyone and everyone hey i can teach you to change a flat tire because you taught me how I to go on Inst- now you taught me how to go on instagram so <laughs> it's a learning show it might as well just watch be a learning show. jersey jim uh, how Rushi, it's only a matter of days before he's on TikTok, isn't it? I can just tell. I'm good. <laughs> by the way, I'm good, man. Believe me. By I'm the good. way, Arushi, uh, Jersey Jim was telling me off offline before you got here that how great you are at at PR, basically, and, and marketing. And if NBC is listening, you should be marketing the show for them. <laughs> <You're really laughs> I agree. Really I, I agree a hundred percent. Thank right. you. I do that for a living. I'm in digital marketing and sales. Uh, so I've been doing that for 10 years. But um, I, I'm, I'm very just passionate in general. And I'm super passionate about this amazing lifetime experience that we all have got thanks to NBC and Hot Wheels. And I, th- I don't think we can thank them enough because it's like, like Jim said, it's more than the money. It's all about experience and now the legacy we're leaving behind so my son can decide one day he can absolutely be crazy and break boundaries and he doesn't have to stay in a shell so that's the message we can i think i like that message that we should all be children again which is where we yes you know imagine create and and i love it okay so check it out for yourself hot wheels ultimate challenge airing tuesdays at 10 p.m on nbc right after america's got talent i'm so glad you did that uh jersey jim because you've done it every time you that's a little woo <laughs> it's got all the energy here it's got to be in everyone what, what am i doing all right communicate but listen more and evolve everybody have a great day
this is comedian Maz Chobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. My name's Danny Trejo. Jeremiah, your loved homes. I love you. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.